Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Oh, good afternoon. It's Zach in for Rob Breckenridge today. Uh, today is, uh, wow, it turned out to be a much crazier day than I thought it was going to be uh, getting into this. I was like, hey, Monday, coffee, this is perfect. Maybe a little sleep in. Uh, no, not not the case at all today. So we are going to talk today as a fill-in for Rob Breckenridge. Uh, this day seems to be all about impact. We're going to try to have some fun today. If you know when I fill in for Rob, uh, we try to get into the meat and potatoes of all the stuffs. But I also like to try to have some fun. For me, the news and all of this is really about you. This is your show. When I fill in for Rob, this is your show. That's all I'm doing. I'm just sitting here. It's your conversation. And I invite you to please phone 974-8255, 974-TALK. Text messages are welcome to the same number too, of course. The conversation is what um, what I like. And we're going to talk today an awful lot about impact. When I go into the program, I tend to have three things that I, that I like to sort of get in front of. Um, but what is the impact of all of this on you? And that's really where I hope to go today. I look forward to the conversations that we're about to have. And you get to share your thoughts on all these things. And we're going to start with the biggest news that everyone's talking about today. Uh, that Alberta bets oil production will be better in the long run if in the short term we cut. It's been a long time since Alberta has ever had to do this. And... My understanding of all of this is kind of simple. If prices continue, Western Canada, to be so low, we cannot control, anticipate, or figure out who's going to die first. Somebody's going um, to crumble. That means lost jobs. That means selling off assets, bankrupt companies. Something doesn't work. The idea is control the flow Bring the price back up a little bit by having not too much inventory for what can be taken to market. That allows companies to um, stave off layoffs and be able to have just control in the marketplace. So as opposed to no unknowns of goes the economy, this is a little bit of control now. Now, the government can't just do this. If they go to business and ask business specifically, it becomes price fixing. So it's a it's a tip dance, a, t- a, a tiptoe legally, dancing around it. So to get things started, uh, that's when it starts January. Improving company cash flows, bolstering the government revenues, and staving off further layoffs. This is uh, app- app- applies to not all producers. The biggies, though. Uh, Suncor is doing their own thing. Some of the stocks have gone up today of uh, of other companies in hopes of um, in hopes of what this might become. Production cut of three hundred twenty five thousand barrels a day is a major step. It's the twenty five larger uh, bitumen and conventional producers that are affected by it. So, what is the impact of all of this? How does this really hit you? And does it hit me? 
does it hit us when we are sitting here having having coffee chatting going to the mall and buying your christmas presents buying a house or selling a house and i don't mean oil people necessarily there are an awful lot of industry people that work hard in and around our city that are real estate agents they are uh house cleaners landscaping people taking a look at the economy trying to figure out what is the best way to to find out the snapshot of Alberta. Todd Hirsch, Vice President and Chief Economist, ATB Financial. I feel like, Todd, that this conversation has shifted. When we look at everything that's going on in the market, tech stocks struggling, uh, there's been an awful lot more talk about bear markets. Are we starting to see things shift now? Maybe not for the good or the bad, but are they shifting in Alberta? Yeah, you're right. Things are shifting. And here in Alberta, I think we've felt that shift, especially over the last maybe two or three months. Uh, and our forecast at ATP Financial, we actually reduced our GDP forecast for 2019 by a little bit. Just reflecting, you know, this, these weaker oil prices here in Western Canada, the differential. I think one of the impacts it has on consumers is they hear a lot of the negative news and even if they haven't been affected by their job, they might start cutting out some of the discretionary spending. The things like, you know, the house cleaners, uh, the things like maybe some of the Christmas shopping. Just because, you know, people's sentiment, consumer sentiment and consumer mood is affected very much by what they hear on the news. And the news right now isn't fantastic. What are some of the industries that we see in Alberta when the news gets bad, what are the first ones that really get impacted by shifts in oil, shifts in tech stocks, all that stuff? Well, the ones that uh, economists, we would call these discretionary spending items, things like uh, restaurant meals, things like retail sales, and to some degree, things like auto sales. The things that you could probably cut out a little bit or put off or delay if you're feeling a little bit anxious about maybe your job situation. And it's kind of too bad because in 2018, we've been seeing things like uh, spending at restaurants and bars, for example. It had clawed its way back up to pre-recession levels. Now, I don't want to suggest for restaurants out there that it's been an easy time of it because their costs have also gone up. But I think a lot of that spending was starting to come back. Consumer sentiment was starting to improve very gradually. Right around August or early September, then we started to, you know, see these oil prices here in the West or uh, in, in Western Canada go down. And as a result, I think we could see, you know, 2019 might be a struggle again for some of the discretionary sectors like retail, like restaurants, like auto sales. When we look at the pressure that's being put on us in Alberta, the pressure from all kinds of little things, and I, I used this phrase on the radio last week, and I, I find that this is the case again uh, today, but the death by a thousand cuts. And when you start to combine, as an economist, uh, you know, change it. The whole point of this oil thing is to sort of try to avoid layoffs, but we don't know what's going to be coming. But the impact of that is uh, vulnerability with employment, uh, minimum wage changes, carbon tax and carbon tax increases, potential increases, all of these things coming together, is this slow? And this is me. I'm not an economist. So this is starting to me to look like a perfect storm of, uh-oh. Is that what's happening? 
I don't know. I, I think that might be a bit extreme. We're not expecting Alberta to get back into recession into 2019, but things might actually feel a little bit slower than they did in 2018. So the, the list of things you mentioned, none of them are new, except for the fact that, yeah, this differential, um, now production cuts. The upside of it is, especially a lot of the small producers uh, who aren't going to be expected to make a production cut, they are potentially going to see a higher price for their commodity. So there is that offset as well. I know what you mean about the thousand cuts. And yeah, it, it, it for a lot of people, a lot of Albertans, it's been a lot of things going on. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't suggest 2019 is we're headed for the perfect storm. I would say that was 2015. 2019, we might see the residual. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it, all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Impacts of, of the storm that blew through. Uh, the winds might even pick up a little bit again uh, as the oil price situation has worsened. But we're still expecting growth in 2019, but just, you know, probably fairly weak, very moderate growth. Where does Alberta see growth when oil struggles? Well, that's a good question. And there are sectors of Alberta's economy. We tend to get very, very focused on oil, especially here in Calgary. And for obvious reasons, it is our main industry. But provincially and here in Calgary, there are lots of sectors that actually do better when oil prices are low. Agriculture and agri-foods, in in some ways, they compete against the energy sector because when fuel prices are high, that's that's no friend for, uh, you know, farmers and people who have to transport uh, food and beverage. So agriculture, agri-food, tourism tends to do better when oil and energy prices are low and the Canadian dollar is low. And that's what we're seeing. The tech sector, which competes for labor against the energy sector and logistics, transportation and warehousing. They also compete, you know, against the energy sector for um, for for truck drivers, for example, or for people who work in warehouses. So when those jobs are, you know, when there's layoffs in the energy patch, that is not great for, El- that's terrible for Alberta's economy. But those other sectors of, of the economy, they do actually tend to do a little bit better. They're able to find workers. They don't have to, you know, back up the money truck necessarily to get them. And that is where we're starting to see the green shoots of diversity in, in the economy. Todd Hirsch with ATB. Todd, if you could look at Alberta as a big picture, and I always said that it was around 15 years ago, 13 years ago, where I think Alberta missed an amazing opportunity. Alberta was flush with capital, and um, we missed an opportunity to develop new things. And I don't pretend to say that, you know, whether it's solar or wind or all of those things. I'm not. That's not my expertise. There's a lot of smart people who can choose that. But I use the example of batteries, for example. So things like technology, developing new things, there was a lot of capital around Alberta back then. I think we missed that. Looking forward to where we are today, as an economist, Todd, where, what is the, um, you know, the David against the Goliath of industry in Alberta? Where is the biggest opportunity that you see in the Alberta economy for us to just expand and grow? Well, I I still say it comes back to the energy sector. Now, when we talk about energy in Alberta, 
Uh, hydrocarbons has tended to be the focus of it, but we need to think about broadening our energy sector, not away from hydrocarbons. We want to build our hydrocarbons. We want to get those pipelines. We want to get those prices higher, but broadening it to consider other kinds of, of energy. The one I keep uh, coming back to, this is maybe a, a generational moonshot, is deep earth geothermal electricity. You know, and if it's that, if it's wind or if it's solar, I think there's lots of opportunities in Alberta to develop and expand and broaden our energy sector. So it includes not just hydrocarbons, but in fact, renewables. I think that is probably that along, and I'll come back to it again, agriculture and agri-foods. Agriculture has been a, a backbone of this province for more than a century. And in the 21st century, we're starting to see that broaden out to new kinds of agricultural commodities, things like cannabis, things like uh, food and beverage processing, which is the agri-foods. All of these things are really exploding right now. Uh, They're small, especially compared to the energy sector, but broadening our energy sector, broadening and diversifying our agriculture and agri-foods, those I think are the two main areas where Alberta needs to be headed in the 21st century. I need to introduce you to my friend Sean Fillion and his Harvest Hub project. That'll blow your mind. Um, well, it's farming. It's it's far. It's yeah. crea- it's creating farming. It's creating agriculture. It's absolutely fantastic. So, Alberta economy, all things. Are we in balance right now, or are we out of balance? We're out of balance. We're still too weak as a province, as as an economy, and that's measured mostly by the unemployment rate. Here in Calgary, the unemployment rate is still above 8%. That is not an economy in balance. It should be around 4 4.5% more typically for Calgary. So we've got a long way to go to get the economy and especially that labour market back into balance. Throughout 2018, it was looking like it was moving in that direction, but now we're hitting a speed bump along the way, and it might take a little bit longer yet. Uh, because growth right now is so weak and maybe even slowing down a bit. So we're not in balance, and I wouldn't want to suggest we are, but we're in better balance or better shape than we were three years ago. It's just going to take a little bit longer yet to see more of the diversity and more of those jobs coming back. I'm Joe Blow, working three part-time jobs, trying to make ends meet, probably not in my chosen career path profession, um, what do I do? What do I do in this economy? Do I go back to school or do I just try to find something new? Well, it, it, it's a great question, but it really depends on the person, their stage of life, the, the skills that they maybe already have. I think the most important thing for every Albertan who is struggling right now is, for one thing, to remain optimistic and positive-minded about, about it, but also to look as broadly as possible for options and opportunities. I think the ones who are going to be in trouble, maybe, you know, it's an energy sector job, a very specific kind of thing that maybe at one point was a very high paying job. I think a terrible strategy would just to be sit back and wait for that specific job to come back. Unfortunately, it's not likely to. But the good news is if you're willing to broaden your um, the range of opportunities you would consider, maybe a different sector, maybe jobs that pay less. And I don't want to suggest that is easy. You know, I've been laid off twice in my career, and both times I, you know, accepted a job that paid less. And that's, that's tough. That's, that's miserable. And I don't want to suggest it's easy to do. But I think the broader people can be in the opportunities that they consider, the better their options will be, and, and the better off we'll, we'll be able to move on as a province. 
Todd Hirsch, Chief Economist and Vice President, ATB Financial. Thanks, Todd. Thanks very much. Have a good day. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.